Welcome back. This is episode 15. 78. 15 of the From the Stands podcast. Uh, Joe hopping in on the intro this time. Let's switch it up a little bit. Featuring the two best pick'em leaders in the, in the in the world. Isn't it 14 or is it 15? No, it's 15. It's 15, Last I week think. was 14. Yeah. And the oh, notoriously, the first week we didn't do a pick'em. Notoriously, notoriously bad. awful. Lance Charles. Hey, it's coming around. It isn't, actually. It only got worse. It's coming around. You got one point last week. It's not like my takes are horrible. The bum Giants won, and you just so happened to pick them. The Kings lost after Curry called an illegal timeout. <laughs> okay, yeah, he got a tech for that, and they still lost. So, also, It was because of fucking Harrison Barnes. I also told you how it was going to go. I told you exactly how it was going to go. The Kings were going to take both at home because the Warriors can't win at home, and then the, Warrior, er, the Warriors can't win on the road, and then the Warriors were going to win both at home, and it was going to be a tied series going back to Sacramento for game five, and what did we get? Exactly that. I did fact check it, though, and I was right. The Warriors won 11 games on the road this year. Well, it didn't really do much for you as far as the pick them go, yeah. so. I'm a casual. Two-game difference. I'm a sp- yeah, I said they won 30, right? No, we had said that they won 11 games on the road when, in reality, they only won nine. No, y'all said they won nine. They went nine and 32 when, in reality, they oh, went Oh, they went 11, 11 and 30. 30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. That's right. That's right. Slightly worse. Better. Slightly worse. Yeah, better. It's better. Right. <laughs> better. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever, whatever. Doesn't matter. I told you how that was going to go. You didn't listen to me. Here's where you're at. I'm a changed man. All right. Joe. You still have to start first this week because you're the reigning champ. Damn it, dude. <laughs> it's like playing golf. If we get the same score on the previous hole, but you started off hitting first, you still got to hit first. So, game six, Friday. Siete. Siete. Seis. That too. Siete is seven. seven. Now let's move on. <laughs> game six on Friday night, another Kings-Warriors matchup in... In Golden State. In the Bay. In the Bay again. I will never pick against Golden State in the Bay. And I love the Kings. I love De'Aaron Fox. But I don't see him going into Golden State. They were so close to getting a dub in this last one. I think that's the closest they're going to get. So I'm taking the fucking Warriors. I think they're probably going to win the series. Yeah. um, De'Aaron Fox is going to play for Game 5, which is in Sacramento. That game's, what, tomorrow night? Yes. Wednesday night? Quick turnaround to be, I mean, granted, they are in Sacramento and they just got to travel to Oakland. So it, it's, yeah. it's not really that bad. Um, quick like turnaround. Milwaukee and Miami. I think the Warriors are winning this series. They just have more experience. What I don't know is if they're going to win it in six or if they're going to win it in seven. I haven't made my mind up on that yet. I don't know if they'll snag game five in Sacramento. The only way it goes to a game seven is if Sacramento wins. Tomorrow night. On April 26th, which will be determined by the time this podcast comes out. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Warriors in seven. Either way, I've got Golden State winning game six at home. They're not losing at home. Yeah. I'm taking the dubs as well. Clean sweep. Clean sweep. Yep. Just, like, just like LeBron twice. <laughs> <laughs> well, except that was the opposite. He yeah, got yeah, clean yeah. swept. Yeah. yeah, yeah, LeBron loves his brooms. Um, game two, Sunday night baseball again. Yeah. You're going to see this every week. Phillies against the Astros this weekend. Who's got the better record? Um, I think the Phillies. I believe the Phillies. But I don't think it's by much right They're now. They're both good teams, though, right? Both solid, yeah. Astros, I thought, were in kind of a slump, weren't they? Start um, the season. Right now, the Phillies are 11-12, and 12, and the Astros are... Twelve and eleven. Ooh, okay. Where's that? Um, in, 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 uh, in, 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 uh, it's Houston. in Houston. It's in Houston, and the pitching matchup is Bailey Falter against Jose Urquidy. Oh, okay. Bet. Man, I don't know what the fuck that means. Bet. Go ahead and make um, your pick, Joe. I'm just gonna go with the. Uh, you know, it's really a tough, tough, tough car right here. <laughs> I think. I know there's a lot of thoughts running through your head. I know Arizi Argidi. Argidi is not a very good pitcher, right? He's okay. He's all right. And he is a pitcher for <laughs> 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 And he 
is currently a pitcher for the uh, remind me again the Houston Astros. Yeah, Houston, Astros. <laughs> Houston Astros. So with that being said, I still don't know. I think I'm gonna go. I guess I'll go Phillies because I just don't fucking know Phillies. Okay, baseball right, sucks. What are you thinking? So the Astros are catching fire. They just unfortunately swept my Braves. It was a bad it showing was a in Atlanta. Brutal series to watch, man. Brutal. Um, they obviously have the hot bats right now. Their pitching isn't stellar, like it's not what's carrying them right now, but their bullpen is very solid. And if their starters can just get them five innings, six innings right now, they've got a good chance to win a lot of ball games. And the Phillies are still banged up, man. Still no Bryce Harper. Um, still no out. Uh, obviously, they don't have. Was it Bohm they lost? No, Reese Hoskins. Reese Hoskins. Won't have Reese Hoskins all season. I think it's going to be a tough, scrappy season for Philly. Um, I don't know really anything about the guy that's pitching for Philly on Sunday night. I do know Arkiti, while he isn't an ace, is not bad. He's he's a he's a solid guy. He's a solid three four guy in a rotation. Um, I'm rocking with the Houston Astros at home. Continue the hot streak. Are you? I am. So, I got the Mets wrong last week. And Phillies and Strohs, both some mid-teams right now. Um, Right at 500, yeah. Phillies are banged up, but the Astros are banged up too. Jordan's day-to-day, Chaz McCormick's day-to-day. McCormick's not a big hit to that lineup. No, but... And Jordan played against the Braves, so I think he's all right. Falter and well, he got hurt. Like he's day to day, like today. Falter is not good, but Arkady's been worse this year. Um, I think it's Arkady. No, it it isn't. It's definitely Arkady. Yeah, it's it's Arkady. Um, Joe got the baseball pick right last week, so I'm gonna rock with Joe. I'm gonna take the fight and fills. I'm gonna stick with the NL East. Joe did not get that did right last week. Oh shit. <laughs> No, Joe took the Mets. Yeah, I took the Mets. That's right. And the Mets going to Met. That's right. Go ahead. Take your fills, bud. All right, next game. All right, we're 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 going to hockey. This is going to be rough. Friday night, game six, we've got the Dallas Stars and the Minnesota Wild. What's the series? Stanley Cup playoff. I haven't been keeping up. Is it? The series, so right? Yeah, I'm sure you haven't been keeping up. The hey, series. I know the fucking... Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you've been trying real hard. The Penguins aren't in it, so there's no point in me watching. The series right now is tied 2-2. Game 5 is tonight, which would be Tuesday night. Where's it at? Game 6. No, Game 5. Where's it at? In is Dallas? In Dallas. So game game, seven, game, game six, 6 is in Minnesota. Sheesh. Give me the Wild. I like the Wild at home. They've got some obvious... The amazing puckers out there, <laughs> and I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the wild. Um, <laughs> I like Joe's thought process. <laughs> Series is tied two two, and I'm gonna assume that both teams have won both games at home. It's just um, gonna be. I don't think that's the case. Well, that's gonna be my assumption because I don't watch hockey. So we are gonna rock with the Minnesota Wild at home as well. Game six. Dang. I kind of want to take the stars because I picked against them once and it backfired. So I kind of want to take them now, but I'm already down three points. So, do it. so do it. if I get this one wrong, Just I'm, do it. I'm on a really bad stretch. Exactly. <laughs> it's what we're looking for. But you got to be known for something, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is why the Dallas Stars are going to go into Minnesota and their puckers are going to beat the shit out of Minnesota's puckers. It's going to be a puck off. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the stars. Oh, another, that's not going to age well. Another game six on Friday night. All right. Colorado Avalanche versus the Seattle Kraken. And that series is also tied at two apiece. Damn. Stanley Cup playoffs are lit. Kraken. They just start watching hockey, bro. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, the Kraken are a fucking new franchise. They are fairly new. So, I'm It's kind of surprising they're already in the uh, – they're running and they're competitive in the Stanley Cup because most most franchises are not like new startup franchises are not like that. It's like the new Golden Knights. Where's it at? Game six will be should be in Seattle. Yeah. You know what? Give me the home team. Give me the Kraken. Mm, I was in Denver last year when the Avalanche made their deep run into the Stanley Cup playoffs. Deep as hell. Um. 
they were <laughs> they were pucking and they were pucking hard. Pucking right, man. Um, <laughs> um, I think they're poised for another deep run in the playoffs this year. I have the Avalanche winning in six, so we're going to take the Avalanche in game six. So you think they're winning back-to-back? Back-to-back, baby. Nah. Cue up Drake. I am also taking the Avalanche. I got to support our boys. I got to support our mother puckers over here. Yeah, dude. On the wall. Greatest mother puckers on earth. I'm taking the Avalanche. We still got the Penguins. (laughs) Who didn't make the playoffs. For the first time in forever. All right. Bruins are better. Final game on the slate, Bandwagon. believe it or not, is another hockey game. <laughs> 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 we didn't take any NBA other than the one game because everyone's getting blown out. So, yeah, you can't pick a game six for a three-one series when if you, it's when if you it, don't know if they're going to go to game necessary. six. Yeah, you can't pick an if necessary game. So, so this one is Saturday night. We've got the Edmonton Oilers against the L.A. Kings. Where's it at? <laughs> <laughs> it's in L.A. It's in Los Angeles. It's in L.A. Who's the favorite? Uh, is the series also 2-2 it's right now? Be the Kings. The series is also tied 2-2. Oh, Jesus, shit, dude. dude. Um, there is no favorite right now. <laughs> yeah, they don't put betting odds out yet. You serious? Yeah. <sighs> Give me the home team. The Kings? You mean the L.A. Kings, yeah. <laughs> I picked against Connor McDavid once this season, or once in season one, I believe, and it backfired on me. I'm going to go with the team on the road again. Give me the Edmonton Oilers. I'm going to take the Kings. Yeah, let's go. L.A., <laughs> L.A., it's full of some nasty dudes, and I think some of those dudes are on the hockey team. And Connor, <laughs> Connor McDavid is good, but he ain't the whole team. Watch the fucking uh, the L.A. Lakers, the L.A. Kings, and the L.A. Dodgers are all going to win this year. The Dodgers ain't winning shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the L.A. But Kings But a participation trophy. I'm over here with Joey. So I'm on two islands this week. What's another L.A. team in, in baseball? Not one? Uh, not, no, there's not, not another L.A. Oh, the team. Angels. Oh, LA yeah, the Angels. Los Angeles Angels. Angels are winning it. Hell nah. Hell yeah. Get the fuck out. They got get Mike the, Trout, Shohei Otani. Shohei. Shohei Otani, man. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Now you wonder get why we look like casuals. Out, yeah, facts. Shohei Otani. Um, so I'm on two islands this week. I feel pretty good about my picks this week. I'm on an Oilers island. And I'm on a, And you're contributing to global warming, so And I'm on the Astros Island. Picking the oilers. Nah. Hey, I'm trying to get rich though, so give me that oil. But we're on the throne over here because we're kings. Facts. So y'all just steal from the rich to make yourself richer. Or y'all just steal from the poor to make yourself richer. Y'all are fucking douchebags. Gotta make money somehow. <laughs> by robbing right by robbing the hood. You pollute the you pollute the globe. Yeah, but nobody really cares about that shit. <laughs> You're driving. You're you're driving really nice, fancy, expensive cars that are taking that oil that I drill, and you're putting it into the air as a greenhouse gas. I'm driving a Tesla. Yeah, fuck out of here. <laughs> All right, we'll stick with the NBA playoffs for a minute here. A lot of interesting three-one deficits. Three-one deficits <laughs> that I was not expecting. Let's just start by putting the the obvious statement out there. Jimmy Butler is the best. Player in the league right now. Behind, yeah, I'm, I'm behind, gonna agree. Behind LeBron, no, <laughs> no, no. That dude uh, is well, a uh, well, not. We got fucking uh, Dylan Brooks. That's the only guy that's kind of. Yeah, sorry, I forgot about him. Yeah, I didn't mean to. JB. I love I love Shaq's statement after the game last night. Uh, Brooks did say that he doesn't respect anybody until they give him forty, and Bron gave him twenty points and twenty boards. I don't know. I'm not very good at math, but that's 40. 20 boards is crazy. 20 what, boards what was is Anthony nuts. Davis doing? Was he just like fucking I guess or something on the He line? must have just been like holding everybody back, and LeBron just kind of ran up beside him. Because he didn't do shit with, in the points category, and he didn't do shit for assists either. So I don't know what he was doing the whole game. He the, was just, just kind of The there. Lakers cannot contend past this series if AD can't get going. They're, gonna, they're riding on the fucking back of Austin Reeves, bro. He was their leading scorer last night. 
Yeah, and LeBron being a playmaker, which LeBron is going to continue to be a playmaker. But so far, what I've seen from LeBron in these playoffs, LeBron is aging. Nobody can deny that, and I don't. He old. I don't think LeBron has the same capabilities as he once did to be able to take the ball and take over the game and drop forty and win. I think he still has one or two of those games in him, but he's not like Jimmy Buckets right now in the playoffs has had the ability to go out night in, night out, and fucking slap his dick on the table and go, y'all watch this. Y'all watch this. That's why you tune into every Heat game. I do. <laughs> yeah, I do. But I just don't think LeBron has those same capabilities anymore. I'm not saying he isn't. He's still great. A 20-20 double-double is fucking nuts. It was the first 20-20 game in his entire career. But I just don't think he has that same... Scoring ability. I don't know. Especially with Jaron Jackson over there, bro. What I've been watching. He's fucking giant. What I've been, from what I've been watching, I can't tell if LeBron isn't able to go out there and drop 40 right now or if he's trying so hard to get his teammates involved that yeah. he's not able to score 40. No, because if you watch, did you watch the game last night? I watched the first half, yeah. Because there were some. There were some times I tuned where in the second half, yeah. but there was a lot of times in the second half where he would drive to the basket and he'd have like a, a lane where he could there was probably like a sixty percent chance he would get it up and get it in. And he'd just chuck it out for to like Hachimura or I know a lot in the first half he was really trying to get Malik Beasley going. Yeah. Like there were a lot of kickouts to Malik kept, Beasley. In the second half he kept kicking out and nobody would hit the threes except for D'Angelo Russell. And I think that's gonna be the issue is that d- that's that's a two question mark. There's three question marks for me for that team right now. Can Anthony Davis be Anthony Davis again consistently? Can Anthony Davis get down low in the post and drop 25, 30 a night over a seven game series without getting injured? Without getting injured. Two. Can the Lakers role players be true role players? Can Malik Beasley make threes? <clears throat> can Roy Hachimura put up fifteen twenty a night? Can D'Angelo Russell get going and be able to not only create plays for his teammates, but create off the dribble and make shots? And three, does LeBron still have that, oh, you were talking shit, I want to win, come out and drop 45? That's the thing about LeBron is I think I don't think he has the, uh, it's kind of cringy, but the Mamba mentality thing that like Kobe and MJ, those guys had. Yeah, like if Dylan Brooks would have said, I ain't respecting nobody till they put 40 on me, I, MJ's dropping 60. So Kobe's dropping 55. Yeah, they're putting it on his head. now. But they also, like, Kobe could hurt his team by doing that sometimes. He could, absolutely, by taking 30 shots in a game. Like, there was one, I don't know if you guys remember the Celtics, they were playing the Celtics in the finals, and he was, like, literally behind the backboard and shot it over the fucking backboard. <laughs> he still made it, but, like, he wasn't passing that ball to anybody. No. So uh, you got to give credit to LeBron for wanting to get his teammates involved. But I feel like that if he can't flip on that that switch and find that killer instinct as they get deeper into the playoffs, I don't know that they'll make it past the next round. Well, who, if they if they they're going to beat the Grizzlies, they're up three to one. Ninety five percent of teams are they're up three to one win. But who would they play next? The winner of Warriors Kings. Warriors Kings. I think they have a much better chance against the Kings. Yeah, because the Warriors are kind of LeBron's kryptonite. He's only beat them once, and they. Clapped him three times in the finals. Yeah, and I, it, if I'm if right now I could take one or the other, I'm taking Steph. Right Steph's now in the younger, playoffs, yeah. younger, still has the ability to make off the wall threes, and he's yeah. got a better surrounding cast too. Yeah, Draymond, Clay, Jordan Poole, fucking Andrew Wiggins. Right now, none of it, that's the same question mark for the Lakers right now though. Or. The Lakers and the Warriors have the same question marks right now, almost. Can the Warriors role players step up and start playing good basketball, or is it just going to be the Steph versus LeBron show? Yeah. Clay needs to get a little bit better consistency too, but he's yeah, – he's, he's, I take Clay as a number two guy, I think, over, I guess, AD for LeBron as number two. Or now it's been all fucking Austin Reeves. I'd say it's about equal at the moment, yeah, because Clay just – I think Clay is you got to be nervous now like after that injury that he had and it taking him so long to get back to ball like that's always got to be a little bit in the back of your mind. I think he's lost that quick first step that he used to have and that really solid defense. He's not he he doesn't play like a 
contender for the DPOY anymore. Like, he just doesn't have that same defense. And he really hasn't been knocking down a lot of shots from what I've seen. So, we'll see. It's going to be interesting. Hey, he's got four, though. He's got four. He's going to let you know he got four. Yeah. You ain't going to miss that. Um, I kind of want to see I would selfishly want to see Warriors-Grizzlies, but I'm kind of glad Grizzlies are getting first-round bounced. Yeah, I don't want to see the Grizzlies play any type of basketball with how poor they've looked against the Lakers. Man, I just hate them. I mean, they have looked like a middle school basketball team playing varsity. I wouldn't go that far. but They haven't looked great. Other than other than Ja having a couple Other than Ja having games. like the 45-point game, they really haven't done anything. Ja plays there, was like a, a, there was a graphic on, I think, The Herd – Monday, yesterday, and it was saying, it was listing Dylan Brooks' numbers so far in the playoffs, and he was, like, tied last in points, second last in rebounds and assists. Yeah, like stop wor- that to me. Worst, worst in, like, shooting percentage. Worst in, like, um, plus-minus differential, like, on the floor versus off the floor, like, all yeah. that shit. It was, it was hilarious, actually. It was pretty funny. Tied for number one in one category, though. Turnovers? Ejections. Ejections. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to go. We're going to jump over to the Nuggets and Timberwolves series because I want to touch. I want to touch on something that uh, that might end tonight. I want to touch on something that Lance brought up last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most proved, overrated player in the league. He proved me wrong. Anthony Davis can't, or Anthony Edwards can't do nothing. Anthony Edwards can't take over a game. Anthony Edwards can't be that score for his he team. Kinda, he waited till it was kind of too late, though. No, he dropped forty-one in game three. Yeah, but they, they already were, lost two games. They already done two zip. He should have dropped that in game one. He dropped 41 or 42, and they still lost. Like, come on. Well, he's got to be a better leader. Bro, Cat is averaging like I'm 15 kidding. points per game right New now. Dude, most Kat, overrated player. I think Cat is, is Go a, Bear. I think he's just lazy. No. No, you can't. Somebody who was never. Well, I take that back because he was three Rudy times. Gobert. Did you see the trade? That trade that they made for him? Yeah. That was ridiculous. Yeah, but over the most overrated player in the league right now is Trey John Young. Morant. Do you think John's <laughs> the most overrated in the league? Yes. There's no way, dude. No, I kind of agree with him. Really? He's only He's hyped about up. to get beat 4 to 1 by the Lakers who were given almost zero chance he's to make it. He's only really past. He's only really hyped up because of his fucking spectacular posters that he tries to do all the time that, that he missed. Yeah, like what's so cool about he's his dunk not, that didn't go in? He's not an amazing shooter from the like three-point line or inwards, really. He's he's great he's at on driving. The, he's on the same level as like Trey and Luca when it comes to defending. He's great Honestly, at his driving def- to the basket. That's his it. defense last night when I was watching, or game was it game four? That was yeah. a, was that last night? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So game four, I would watch guys literally one, two, right around them, and Jaws just kind of like shuffling sideways as they just drive right through them. And it's like, dude, are you really even like, are you trying to play defense? Is is that your defense? Yeah, I mean, when you got a guy banging you, I'm just kidding. <laughs> when a guy's banging you. <laughs> He just looks pathetic out there right now, dude. Bad shot attempts. Well, he do got a hurt Bad hands. looks. He hurt his hand. Give me a break. Give me a break. Yeah, he hurt his hand, and that's all we'll hear about. That he'll whine about it when they lose. It that'll be his excuse. Maybe and then you got not. then you got a guy like De'Aaron Fox who fractured his finger, and he's like, "Oh, I'm playing." I don't know, man. And if the Kings lose, you're not going to hear De'Aaron Fox go. We would have won if I didn't fracture my finger. Like, yeah, hell no. John Morant will be saying something. Yeah, John Morant, but while I wasn't 100% at all, I, I couldn't like, give my team everything. Be like, Man, I couldn't even pull the fucking trigger. How you want me to shoot <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, but, um, yeah, Anthony Edwards proved your ass wrong. Yeah. So we'll let you know that. How do we feel about the Nuggets going into the second round, though? I still don't know. It's not over yet. I still don't know. I'm not impressed. If they finish off the T-Wolves, they will play either... The Clippers or the Suns, they'll probably play the Suns, so it'll be Nuggets. They're losing to the Suns. Nuggets, Suns. How many games? I think it could go seven, but you don't think so? I think it's got – I think the Suns have a possibility to win in five. I think realistically it goes six. The Clippers, though, realistically, if they had – if Kawhi, They had Kawhi. For one game. If they had Kawhi. No, I said if they had yeah. Kawhi. Yeah, yeah, I was agreeing with you. And if they did – if they hypothetically had Paul George, I think... They had a chance to beat the Suns. Yeah. 
They looked really good in the first two, two, three games of the series. Kawhi was balling. Yeah, it's all going to come down to if Booker and KD can continue the, like, nuts stretch that they've been on. And stay healthy. And stay healthy. Because Booker's averaged, like, dude, it's some crazy number. I want to say it's, like, 41, but... What I want, what I don't I want to say about the Nuggets is I'm not impressed. He hasn't. I know he hasn't scored under 30. I think Booker's averaging like 41 in the playoffs, and KD's averaging like 35. Yeah, so that I don't think they'll. Cont- that's they, a tough stretch to continue. But if they I can't, just, if they can't continue, it gives the Nuggets a shot because Chris Paul hasn't been playing very well. Aiton hasn't been playing very well, and that fifth guy that the Suns kind of interchange is just kind of there. I don't think that the Nuggets have zero chance. I just haven't seen anything from the Nuggets in the Timberwolves series to go, that's a contender. I could look at the the Lakers right now, the way they've played Memphis, and say that the Lakers have a better title shot than the Nuggets, just based on what I've seen. I'm, now, granted, the Nuggets are a fundamentally sound basketball team. That's, they're, a, they're more of a boring team to they're watch. They're a boring team yeah, to watch. And maybe sure. that's part of the reason why I don't think they have such – of a chance at the title this year. Like, they're not true title contenders. But I just haven't seen anything where I'm like, damn, the Nuggets are good. I mean, I've just seen a bunch of shit that goes, damn, the Timberwolves are bad. The, Jamal Murray's been playing pretty well in this series, and I think he is he would be the X factor in that series, not Jokic, because Jokic is going to do what he's done all year. But if Well, but that's the thing, though. Can, like, can Jokic come out and drop 40? Can Jokic I'm not gonna, come out and drop 40, 12, and 7? I don't think he's going to do all that, but if he can just do what he's done yeah, but I throughout think that's the course been the, of the year. I think that's been the problem the last few years in the playoffs, is that he's he's their guy all year. He's who the team rests on. He's who the team looks to to make plays. He's who the team looks to to get boards. He's who the team looks to to score if it's not Jamal Murray, right? And he's just a consistent, like, 25, 10, and 10 guy, which sounds great on paper because it's a triple-double but if you can't score over 30 points and you're supposed to be your team's main guy, what happens when they call in your number that one night they really need you and you can still only drop 27? That's, I mean, that's not, that's not their main problem. Their, their main problem is guys like Jamal, Michael Porter Jr. Those guys are supposed to be the, the front court for the Nuggets, and they're supposed to produce and take a little bit of the pressure off Jokic, and then Jamal. Aaron and Gordon then, should and then Michael Porter Jr. goes out there and drops seven on three of 11 shooting. I don't know. What I've seen from Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray so far in the Timberwolves series has they, looked good. They've, they've looked been good. They've been good, but in recent years, that has but my, been. My question mark right now is not the supporting cast. My question mark for the Nuggets right now is, can Jokic take over a game? As a number one guy, as the number one guy on a team, as a guy who's supposed to be the first three, three-peat MVP since Larry Bird, can you come out on on any given night when your team calls your number and drop 30, 35, 40 like Jimmy Buckets? Even like a Joel Embiid. That is a lot to ask for, though. Like, we need is you it, to, though? We need you to drop 41 tonight to is win. Is it, though? For yes, for one, for Jimmy Buckets has been balling, but you can't just ask Jimmy Butler. But that's not what I'm what I'm saying is like I've never seen that out of Jokic. Like, I, we definitely haven't seen it in the playoffs yet. Granted, they haven't needed it. They're playing the Timberwolves. But, like, even a guy like Joel Embiid, who's the same size, right, who plays just as good of – he plays better defense than Jokic. When you need a dub, when you need a dub, when you need somebody to show up, Joel Embiid shows up and he'll drop 40. He'll drop 35. I, I haven't – lost to the, the Hawks. I haven't seen that out of Jokic. Granted, no, yeah, but Joel yeah, Embiid was hurt that entire series. It's fair to say you haven't ever seen Jokic ball out in a playoff game when they've, quote, needed him to, but they need the other guys to play well, too. Like They if, do, but that's not – my point is, like, like Anthony Edwards dropping 41 the other night, right? Obviously, one guy can't do it all because Ant dropped 41 and they still lost. Yeah. But if you're playing somebody like the Warriors and it's like game six, like do or die – I guarantee you you're not going to see Steph drop 22. No. And that's my question with the Nuggets right now is that game six and you need a dub. Can Jokic come out and can Jokic take over a game for the Nuggets? And I don't don't think he can. 
That's my big question mark for the Nuggets right now. Yeah. Especially if you're going to play, like, super sound, like, fundamental basketball, no flashy, like, you're not making a ton of threes and anything like that. You're taking a lot of – you're getting a lot of points in the paint and mid-range jumpers. Like, you need a guy sometimes who's going to be able to come out and flip that switch and just take over. Yeah, I guess that's fair. As long as Murray and Porter Jr. play well, though, I don't think we – I don't think we need to see that from him. Remains to be seen. But, like, I mean – the thing is, they're not always going to play well. Like, um, the Heat, the rest of the Heat didn't play well around Jimmy at all. No, Jimmy dropped 22 in the first quarter on 9 of 10 shooting. And if you're The rest like, of the team dropped 6 points on 2 of, like, 8. And to me, if you're going to be considered for MVP, let alone three-time MVP, you, you should be able to have that X factor to where you can flip it on when you need to to win a game. Like Steph, like LeBron, like Jimmy, like, like Michael, Jimmy, like, Kobe. like Mike, like Kobe, like Larry Bird. Yeah, like if you're if you're that guy, you got to be that guy. You got to be able to be that guy. I don't think he is that guy, which is why I don't see the Nuggets right now as true title contenders. I do have a question. I'm not saying that this is how I feel. It's just food for thought. If Tyler Hero doesn't break his hand, do we even see Jimmy drop 56? Yeah, yeah. You think so? Yeah. Eh, maybe, maybe like, maybe not fifty six, but maybe fifty three. He, he still would have dropped fifty. Tyler Hero still would have had a 48, 48 bomb. Like just because Tyler Hero's playing in that game doesn't mean Tyler Hero could have been having just as bad of a night as everyone else on the team. And Jimmy still has to drop fifty six. I think most of uh, Hero's points went to Adebayo because usually Adebayo is the one that assists him on most of his uh, points. Yeah, driving kick. Do you think the heat, do you think the Heat can make a run and if they finish off the Bucks, take down either the Knicks or the Cavs? Yes. If I dude, if they beat if they, I mean they've shown they can eliminate the one seed with Giannis. I think they can beat anybody in the in the East. Even the Celtics? Yeah. yeah. Really? Cuz I think Jimmy's better than Tatum. If oh, but they have to have Dude, Jimmy Butler overall is not better than Jason Tatum. He's got the in the talent. playoffs. He's got the talent. I'm not and talking I think about he's like, a better leader. I'm not talking about like what you see in the regular season, right? Because Jimmy's never been an, an MVP type of guy in the regular season. But time and time again in the postseason, we have seen Jimmy buckets be that guy for his team. So in the playoffs right now, yeah, he's better than Tatum. The Hawks. Here. He plays with more ferocity. He's a better leader, and he can score better at will, in my opinion. The Hawks, realistically. The series maybe should have been tied. I'm not going to go into the ref stuff, but if the Hawks could have the series tied with the Celtics, and then I think, I mean, I know they lost in the play-in, but I think the Heat team is better than the Hawks team. Yeah, for sure. And I think the More Heat... More well-rounded, for sure. The Heat would won... They would definitely have won both games at home, which Atlanta did not do. So the series would at least be even. And I, I think that the Heat could go into Boston and... and Take them from the Celtics. I don't think that should. I don't think that's a problem for Jimmy. He went to Milwaukee and did it with Giannis. Yeah, before Giannis got hurt. And if you think if you think Jason Tatum is better than Giannis, you're smoking crack. I didn't say that. No, that's what I'm saying. So if, if we're going Giannis, Jimmy head to head, and Jimmy can take down Giannis, I don't see any reason why Jimmy can't take down Tatum. Giannis was guarding Jimmy. No, that's not what I'm talking about. But I'm just saying. In yeah, general. I'll score, to be yeah, as as the t- as your team's lead guy right now, Jimmy's the man. Remains to be seen. We will see. We're gonna move over to the NFL because it is draft week. Getting spicy. Getting spicy. Aaron Rodgers was finally traded to the Jets. Didn't know if it was ever gonna happen. I thought, man, I thought they were going to wait until after the draft. I'm going to be honest. Well, they ended up not really having to give up a pick this year. They just pick swapped. and They just moved back three spots. Wait, yeah. Yeah. They literally just moved from 15 to 18. Yeah, so not a huge loss this year. I think Rodgers would be mad if the Jets – no, they won't do that. Do what? It would be funny if they drafted a quarterback. <laughs> uh, I think they got a little bit more sense than that. <laughs> I think they got a little bit more sense with, than that. How good do we think the Jets are this season? Hmm. I haven't seen their schedule. I don't think this – have the schedule come out yet? I don't think so. Mm. No. I, if they I have, they I have. haven't seen it. I think they have. They might have. I just haven't seen it yet. I think they finish 
I don't know. That's tough because the AFC East is like a, a sneaky good division. It is or it isn't. Um, I mean, it may not have come out yet. You got Buffalo, who I think they finish third, third? in the AFC East. Who do you think is ahead uh, of Buffalo? Buffalo and Miami. Miami? <clears throat> I think Miami's still better than them. I don't know. I don't know if Miami's better than them because we just don't know what their quarterback situation is going to be like. If Tua comes back and he can play football without, you know, having TV static up there, then I think they'll end up better than the Jets. But if Tua comes back and he's not the same dude, then obviously I think the Jets will probably finish a game or two better than them. I think if the Jets have a solid draft, they need. They're competing with the Bills for the East. I think the Jets have a better roster. It's just um, overall. I mean, last year they would have won the East had they had to go between like three different guys at QB. Uh, more than that, I thought. Zach Wilson. Well, three main guys: Zach Wilson, Mike White, Joe Flacco, and Joe Flacco. Between offense and defense overall, I think the Jets edge out the Dolphins just a little bit. The Jets have a better running back. The Jets. Yeah, if he stays healthy. Breeze Hall. Who's the Miami running back? Like Miles Gaskin? Miles um, Gaskin. Yeah, Breeze Hall's Mo- better. Brie Mostert. Breeze Hall clears those dudes. If he stays healthy. But he's got to come back they've got a better from that. They've got a better quarterback. They've got a better running back. Miami has a better defense. Wide receiver core. The Jets' defense is scrappy, though. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. The Jets are more talented, but anytime they, like last year, they were in a position, they were like, what, 5-1, and 6-1? and one? Again, though. Yeah, 6-1. and one. Again, though, they went from Zach Wilson or Joe Flacco. I don't remember who started the year for them. Zach. Zach and then Joe and then Mike White. And then Mike White is trying to play, gets his ribs broken. Yeah. Then Flacco got hurt. Now they're playing – with a broken rib quarterback who's wearing a Kevlar vest, dude. I want to see underneath his jersey. See the Mike White revenge game this year. I think that could be cool. He plays him twice. He's in Miami, and you know too, it's probably going to go down at some point. At some point, I yeah. think the Jets finish eleven and five or eleven and six. A, a really good year, twelve and five. They're going to finish second in the East, and they'll earn a wild card spot. I think it all just comes down to how they play down the stretch because it's been so long since they've been in this kind of spot. And, yeah, Aaron Rodgers has been there before, but Brees Hall's never been there before. Elijah Moore's never been there before. None of these dudes on that team, other Sauce. than other than Rodgers. Yeah, it's a super – It's has, probably one of the youngest teams in the NFL outside of Rodgers. They've never been in this position. Probably. So, Rodgers can, Rodgers can lead the horse to water, but it's up to the rest of the team to, drink the, did, to drink the water. He did get um, – what's that guy's name, that wide receiver he brought with him? Oh, Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard, bro. He brought him with him. I think they could. I think they're going to start out the year shaky. Probably drop three of their first five. But I think they're going to finish like 10 and 7 down the stretch. I got 11 and 5. Is I'll there go 11 and 6? I think I'll 11 agree. And, yeah, 11, my bad. 11 think, and 6. I, I keep forgetting I'll, about that extra game. I'll agree with Joe. I'll go 11 and no, I'll go 10 and 7, maybe 9 and 8 if Rodgers doesn't play very well. I got eleven and six. I got faith in Rodgers. Um, if Tua doesn't play, they'll finish second. If he does, I think they'll finish third. I think they finish second regardless. I think they finish second. It'll be interesting to see though. Onto the NFL draft, and we have seen a lot of bullshit storylines this week. Will fucking Levis? Will Levis at number one? <laughs> I'm I'm so ready you need to be fired if you draft Will Levis at number one. I'm so ready to see this dude crumble. After he gets drafted, like top Will five. Levis, I don't, I don't want to see anybody fail as bad as I want to see Anthony Richardson. Really? Yes. Dude, Will Levis puts mayonnaise in his coffee. <laughs> yeah. Anthony Richardson has played like dog shit. One full season in college, and it was bad. Dude, the he only played, highlight. He bad. He played better than Will Levis, though. He played better than Will. Yeah, but dude, he's so sporadic. He there's no consistency to his game at all. The only all. thing, the only thing I like better than Anthony Richardson is that ceiling he does have. Like uh, when he played Tennessee, he went nuts. When they played LSU, he didn't go nuts. He played pretty well. Um, the issue is though, is he'll come out and throw for three hundred yards and have three total touchdowns, and then the next game he throws for 
110 yards with three picks and one rushing touchdown. And like 48% completion. His reads are bad. He doesn't know what to do with the ball 80% of the time. He's not a great passer outside of the pocket. So as far as scrambling goes, it's just for running purposes only. He'll be better than Will Levis in the league. He's more athletic, I'm so it. I'm sure he will be. He'll he'll do Man, better. They were saying the same shit last year about Kenny Pickett and uh, Malik Willis. They were talking about Malik Willis going to the top five. Now the Tennessee Titans drafted him. They're looking at a new court. They brought in Josh Dobbs because they didn't feel comfortable starting him in a game that pretty much knocked him out of the playoffs against Dallas. And they hyped this dude up so much going into the draft as like a top five talent. Well, Anthony Richardson is more athletic than Malik Willis. I'm just saying. But, but Malik Willis had a better, at least a better completion percentage. It's still not a good year for quarterbacks. Anthony Richardson's completion aside, percentage Aside is from terrible. the top two, no, it's not good. Well, even, even with the top two, man, Bryce Young is 5'10 in like a half. Stroud's got the Ohio State question mark, though, because a lot of their yeah, reads, a lot of their a lot of their QB options are predetermined options, so it's not really an option. The coach tells them, "Okay, we're running this one," or you got, you're running this one, or you're throwing this one. It's not really like it's not actually him making the decision, which is what a lot of the teams are looking at to see if he's got like the the IQ the IQ as of a successful NFL quarterback. I think I think Young might be the safer pick. I think Stroud has more upside. I would wait and take fucking Hinton Hooker and let him sit behind someone for a year. Hooker is the sleeper quarterback of the draft. I think it'll be between him and Stroud. But one of one of those two will be the best quarterback to come out of this draft. I think Bryce Young's a bust. I don't. I wouldn't say he's a bust, but I don't think he'll perform in the NFL at the rate he did at Alabama. There's no way. There's no way. He's so small. We've never seen a quarterback this small. How, how big was Drew Brees? Six one. That's still like what? Two even and a half Ky- inches? even Kyler Murray's like six feet and a half, six yeah, one. He's shorter than Kyler too. We just never seen a quarterback of this size dominate in the league, and I don't, I don't think Bryce Young's going to be the first. I don't. I think he's a huge bust. At, I think he has the potential. I think he's a huge bust if he's taken inside the top five. If he goes somewhere, if he went, if he was line. taken at if, like nine, if he went, if he played college ball at anywhere other than Alabama, I'd have not in the top three. I'd have a lot more question marks. But those linemen at Alabama are comparable to linemen in the NFL size wise because those dudes are just getting ready to be pro dudes. So if he can throw behind those yeah, guys, but, if he can throw behind those guys at Alabama, I'm not like certain that he'll succeed throwing the ball behind an NFL line. But it, I'm not like. He's going to suck because he's short. I'm not worried about that, though. I'm worried because at Alabama, he was playing. Other not, than Georgia and LSU. Not NFL caliber defensive. De- I'm worried about the defensive linemen because you're going to have 300-pound linemen in the NFL coming at you that run the same speed as you do, and he's not used to seeing that. And, and if he gets fucking laid out by one of those, that might end his career because he's not big at he's all. He's just not built for it. He does not have the build to be he's an NFL quarterback. He's smaller than Tua, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He is the smallest quarterback we've seen maybe ever with this type of hype around him. Um, There was Johnny Manziel. He was about that height, too. But I don't even think Johnny Manziel had as much hype around him as yeah, Bryce Young does yeah, right he, now. Yeah, he Johnny Manziel was hyped as fuck. He wasn't a number one overall pick, though. Yeah. He, he was like 20. Yeah, he wasn't being talked about. He fell. I don't think he was that late. Yeah, he, he, he wasn't being talked about like Bryce Young, bro. He was not. I thought he was like 22. Because I remember him falling on draft night, and everybody in the talking about it was like, I can't believe Johnny Manziel fell this far. And then, like, Cleveland finally got their franchise guy. Yeah, he did get picked 22. Yeah, Cleveland finally got their franchise, franchise guy. guy at 22. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not happening, dude. He's going to be a major bust at one. He's just a big reach at one, in my opinion. But with that being said, I think we'll we see. can all agree that our number one overall pick this year is Bryce Young. Bryce it's either Young or Stroud. From everything I've read, it looks like the Panthers are going young. Yeah. Looks like the Panthers are going young. They'll have a decent division to get uh, settled in. Yeah, the biggest threat's probably going to be the Saints because the Falcons still don't really have a yeah, we don't franchise have quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, we don't have anybody to throw Tampa the Bay, they got Baker. Dude, honestly, if my Falcons suck this year, I would love to see Baker come out and torch the South. Torch the South. It's like I would like to see Baker. a twelve and five 
Tampa Bay team just torch the South. He could honestly do it if he beats the Panthers twice, if he beats the Falcons twice. Uh, it's normally a split. Yeah, normally. Even, so as, even as good as... There's three and one, and then if he splits with the Saints, that's four and two. I mean, yeah. I think they... The it's going to be an interesting division, to Saints say the least. Andy Dalton? No, they got Derek Carr. Oh, that is right. They yeah. got Derek Carr. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting division. It's going to be a mid-off between those two teams. No, but, but the Saints got the Saints got a running back, too. They got um, um, Jamal, Jamal Williams. Williams. That dude's a stud. The king of one-yard yeah, touchdowns. Yeah, have we figured out yeah. what's going on with Alvin Kamara yet? Mm, no, he's, he's good. Gonna, he's probably going to go to jail. Yeah. Is he? Probably. Some of that evidence they have against him is pretty bad. And what was he? They should have known. As him and, what him was he charged with again? Him and some other guys domestic violence, jumped it? a dude. Oh. Or jumped somebody, I think. Oh, yeah, it was in Vegas, wasn't it? Yeah, and then they were in a limo or something after that, and there were, like, recordings of them being like, yeah, I beat the shit out of that guy. I thought it was a girl. I'm pretty sure it was a girl because it, it said, it was, I saw a quote of him saying, I beat the shit out of that bitch. <laughs> something like that, yeah. Goodness. They should have known as soon as they saw his fucking bull nose ring. Anybody who has a bull, like, the ring in their nose? Like, is that no, no, hold on, let's not, let, don't make broad statements like that on air. <laughs> never, I don't care. Never works out, don't make broad statements Anybody like that. Anybody who has a, a bull nose ring is no good. <laughs> menace to They're society. They're up to no good. If you got a bull nose ring, Joe has now deemed you a Mis- menace to society. You're up you're, to no good. You're a little mischievous. Worse than the, uh, worse than the, the big old women in San Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, where did you say? What city did you say? Houston. Houston yeah, <laughs> Charles. Big old Charles Barkley has a vendetta against the big women of Houston. That was so it's funny. Still in Texas. Uh, everything's bigger in Texas too. Yeah. He might. I mean, if he's ever, if he hasn't been to Houston yet, once he goes, he he might have a vendetta against the big women of Houston. We don't know. There's got to be big women in. <laughs> I mean, Texas, as much as they eat over there, bro, they're right on. They got so much Mexican food, especially down by that. All side. that barbecue? Yeah. All that barbecue. <laughs> going dumb. <laughs> all right. Top five picks. Number one, we already said Number Bryce one, Young. we all agree. Number two, Houston could be interesting. I'm taking, I'm saying Stroud. You're taking Stroud? Yeah. I don't know. I could see them passing up on the quarterback, though. I could do. I could, I could, I could see him taking Will Levis. Or not Will Levis, fucking Will Anderson. I am going to say at number two, I'm going to take the safe pick. And obviously, unless they want to rock with Davis Mills, who did show some upside last year. But I can see them just tanking for Caleb. Caleb, I can see that too. Because Houston's such a poverty franchise. Like, the number one overall pick next year is going to be a lot better off than than the Panthers are this year. With I think with Bryce Young. Caleb Williams is going to be a lot better than Bryce Young. I just think like... The, with just, with where Houston's organization and roster is right now, picking Stroud, waiting waiting for Caleb Williams now doesn't make them any better than picking Stroud now does. I mean, they still would get Will Anderson, who's. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go CJ Stroud. Yeah, I'm taking Will Anderson. Two, okay. I want I want to put some money on that one. I think that's gonna happen. Okay, number three. Number three is the Cardinals. 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 I'm not doing any like trades or anything like that because yeah. no, like, it's just so no. And then you're predicting shit that like now you're trying to predict something else for this. It's just like a whole like, bunch of. I'm not Mel Kiper. I don't get paid to yeah, text GMs and see what they're thinking. Yeah, I don't get NFL that's the, that's insider the only, info. That's the only reason why they project trades in the NFL draft is because like they text GMs and they're like, "Oh, are you thinking about trading this pick?" And they're like, "Yeah, we might be." We're we're in the market for trading the pick, so he's like, "Oh, this is what they're going to do." Yeah, no, I'm not doing all that. So three Cardinals are taking Will Anderson. You think Jay Well, I already took Will Anderson, but I think they're going edge rusher. Who's the second edge rusher we were talking about earlier? I can't remember. Tyree Wilson. Tyree, yeah, I think they're taking Tyree Wilson there. Yep, three third overall is going to be Tyree Wilson to the Cardinals. You think they're taking him over Will Anderson? Yeah, really, really, yeah. Interesting. Number four, the Colts. Well, that leaves the door open for C.J. Stroud to become an Indianapolis Colt on my list, so I think that's what's going to happen. I'm not thinking what they should take. I'm thinking what they will take, and I think they're taking Levis. I also think they're taking Levis. Stroud's already off the board at that point, and they're desperate for a quarterback. They're taking Levis. Plus, everything I've read said that the Colts front office, like for some reason, loves Will Levis, so we're going to see Will Levis at four. Number five, Seattle. I have them taking Tyree Wilson. I don't think they're going to – Take Anthony Richardson, although people are projecting it. 
I just don't think it makes sense after Geno's extension. No, I don't either. I see I see them taking Anthony Richardson. I see them letting him sit behind Geno for a year and then seeing with their the way they structure his contract, they're gonna be able to see, okay, do we wanna keep Geno on or for the year because it's not gonna we already paid him the front load most of his contract up front. Or do we want to move to Anthony Richardson, cut Gino, and the cap hit's not going to be shit because of the way we structure his contract? I think that's why they structured it like that in the first place. I and Pete Carroll is notorious for picking guys that are like just outlandishly good athletes that are not necessarily the best statistically in college. Like DK? Like DK, yeah. He likes picking the biggest, the sh- fastest, strongest anomalies. At the biggest dudes. Yeah. The Seahawks at number five are going to take my dog, Jalen Carter. I could see that pick. too. Yeah, that's a good pick. He's the be- he'll be the best defensive player on the board. Yeah, at number five. And that now that has Will Anderson in my rankings falling outside of the top five. Really? I think he, oh, you think Will Anderson goes probably six to Detroit? Six to Detroit. That's six fair. Six to Detroit. Anderson's really projected anywhere from like two, three to like eight. Eight. Yeah. So. I think I I really in what I really hope is that he falls to eight, and my Falcons get to take him. But what I see is him falling just outside of the top five, and I think, the Lions taking him. I think six is the is the lowest he'll go because Detroit, other than Aiden Hutchinson, desperately need a D lineman. They bulked up their secondary. Yeah, but they need interior D lineman. They need any D lineman they can get regardless. Because other than Hutchinson, that line is pretty, other than the rookie they had last year, James Houston, is pretty abysmal. I don't see the only, see, I don't see, I see the Cardinals taking an edge guy and a bigger edge guy. Like Tyree Wilson is like 6'6", like 270. It's a big edge guy. Is Will Anderson not an edge guy? I swore I saw Will Anderson, edge outside linebacker, but he plays a lot more in coverage. Than somebody like Tyree Wilson does. Mm. The only other place I would see Will Anderson going inside of the top five would have been to the Texans. To Joe's point, but I just think that I don't think the Texans are going to be able to pass on Stroud at two. Would you I think, be mad if uh, eight come if pick eight comes up? I don't know if I don't think this would happen, but if pick eight comes up, Anthony Richardson is there. Would you be mad if the Falcons took him? I'd be pissed. Really? I'd be pissed. I would be. Pissed. Mm-hmm. Now, how would you feel if eight came up and the Falcons took Will Levis? Pissed. <laughs> Pissed. See, I said that back in the day. I wouldn't turn that fucking TV on all year. I said that back in the day about Jalen Hurts when he first was getting drafted. I was like, if Pittsburgh picked, because Mike Tomlin praised him in, before the draft, too. And I was like, Dude, but Jalen picks him. I'm gonna be so pissed. Dude, but Jalen Hurts had like college film to back it up. Anthony Richardson yeah. does not. He's got more film than Levis. Neither one of them are any fucking good. If the Falcons took a quarterback at the eight only, overall this year, I would literally, I would, quit, if, I would not be a fan. What if the Falcons in the second round picked up a guy like Hooker? I'd be okay with that. I think that could that, that be, be another like Ritter type pick. And no, I think no. Hooker's better than Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter not by a mile. Desmond Ritter only got drafted in the top five rounds because he took Cincinnati to the playoff. That's I'm, I'm convinced that's the only reason why he went so high. Desmond Ritter. I'm not is saying the not Falcons. Not saying the Falcons made a. Made I don't a, know how good he is. I don't. He's not our answer. Like I'm not that, saying he's, he's got our that answer. Trey Young hair too. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're both. <laughs> he's not. He's not our answer. I know that. But I don't. He I, is, haven't, I haven't got to see much out of him yet. And if that's who we got to rock with at quarterback this year, I'm not. I'm not pressed at the moment. I would rather us rock with Ritter this year. And end up going like two and fifteen and getting to take Caleb Williams next year. What about Heineke? I think they should start Heineke. I, I thought they should start Taylor Heineke too, but obviously I'm not an NFL coach. I'm not an NFL GM, and there's got to be something that they see in Desmond Ritter. Either that, or they're telling the media that it's a QB competition to keep Ritter good compi- keep good competition in camp. In camp, yeah, that makes sense. I would say that would be the only thing. This will probably be Ritter's. I guess they're probably going to make this Ritter's trial year to yeah. see if he has what it takes to be a potential franchise well, guy because or you, if they you, can take you, Caleb. It's kind, of a, it's kind of a win-win situation. Either Desmond Ritter comes out, somehow he balls, right, and you're like, oh, shit, this might be our guy, and he leads you to the playoffs in one of the worst conferences in football right now, 
Yeah. Or he comes out and you fucking suck and you go like two and 15 and you're sitting at the lottery like, oh shit, let's fucking go. If that's the Caleb Williams, that's the case. You better hope they get Caleb because as far as I can tell, next year's quarterback class is going to be like worse than this year. Empty. Caleb Williams, I can think the only senior like quarterbacks I can think of are quarterbacks eligible for the draft. You got Caleb Williams. You've got probably DJ Uyagalale. You've got you've got Jaden Daniels at LSU. You've got JJ McCarthy at Michigan. You've got and you've got. Maybe Spencer Sanders or Jackson Dart, one of those guys at Ole Miss. But, like, I mean, it's just going to be the same thing like like this year. Caleb Williams and then the field. The last big quarterback draft class we had was T-Law. 2021? I think it was. Nobody was in there. I think it was T-Law, Justin Fields. Justin Fields is a bust. I think 2020 was. Zach Wilson. 2020 was the last really good draft class we had. Yeah, but that 2021 was the last big Big name guy? quarter, yeah. Last big I mean, quarterback sure. draft. No, I'm talking about. In, so. I'm talking about in terms of like compared to this year, right? Like Zach Wilson was hype hyped. Like that dude was yeah. supposed to be him. Um, Justin Fields was probably the least hyped guy in that class. Then you had like T Law, and T Law took Jacksonville to the playoffs, and yeah. Justin Fields is at least panned out in the sense of he's not. You know, sitting in Cancun thinking, will I even be on a field next season like Zach Wilson? You know, it would be crazy. <laughs> It'd be crazy if Carolina took AR at one. <laughs> the, re- the reincarnation of Cam Newton. No. I, they'd have to be absolutely fucking batshit crazy <laughs> to take Anthony Richardson at one. I don't think Bryce Young is going to be him like that, but he's definitely going to be better than Anthony Richardson. I think he's going to be a little bit better than you're painting him out to be. I don't think he's – I don't know if he's going to be great. but He's going to be a bust in the sense of where they took him. AR? No. Bryce Young? Yes. I'm talking about Richardson. I think oh. he's going to be a little bit better than what you're painting him out to oh, be. Oh, no, he's going to be dog shit. How do you feel, Joe? I, I don't I don't trust <laughs> quarterbacks that can't throw higher than He will be better than Will Levis. I'll, I'll take – I'll translate Joe's words for him real quick. He basically agreed with me in the sense of he's going to be dog shit. Yeah, yeah. Remains, he, can't, he, he threw fifty four, not even fifty four percent in college. That's terrible. At a premier SEC school, remains to be seen. Will Ladd. His one, the only thing I've ever seen of him is that highlight with him. He evades the tackle and then runs around and throws it to the one guy. Who the guy's just standing in the end zone. Oh, in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, no, he's standing no, 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 dead no. Center. I don't know if it was the Rose Bowl, but it was against Utah. Yeah, that's the only thing I've ever seen about him. And they hype him up off of that one play, which it's not even really. I mean, I mean, I guess he did a good pump fake, but Ben Roethlisberger used to do that shit all the time. And Ben Roethlisberger was like two hundred eighty pounds. Exactly, <laughs> not, not that much. I know. <laughs> it'll be an interest. It'll be like last year's quarterback class. It'll be interesting to watch. All right, we're gonna finish off today's episode with one more question that looms large every year in the draft. Which player makes the most impact? Makes the biggest impact immediately on their new team like week one week one you throw him on the field he's a dog who are you thinking joe see that depends a lot on who picks him situation yeah right, that's fair but, but if we're just talking like straight talent you just throw this guy on pretty much any team in the top 10 and he's making an immediate impact honestly i kind of want to go defensive guy here because there's just one guy. I think he's a DB, who I think is going to be a stud. His last name's like Gonzalez. You know what I'm talking Christian about? Gonzalez. Christian Gonzalez. I think that dude's going to be a straight up dog. Really? Yeah. Cornerback from Oregon. Yeah. Interesting. That's because that's that's, that's, that's one who of the, the Falcons are projected to pick in a lot of mock drafts, and I'm not happy about it. Really? It's just no. weird because I don't. I haven't watched that guy's film, but it must be good film because the numbers do not back up a number eight overall pick. He played. One or two years at Colorado, no interceptions, transferred to Oregon last year, had four picks, and declared for the draft. And that's all he had was just four picks in his college career. And he's a top ten pick. Be interesting. So he's basically the Anthony Richardson. I won't be too mad. Hey, if he comes out and if the Falcons pick him and he comes out and he's the next AJ Terrell, I won't be mad. But I think I think um Will Anderson, depending on where he goes is the safe pick. Yeah. So Christian Gonzalez or Will Anderson? 
Christian Gonzalez is my like dark horse, but like well, he's got more, you think he's got a ton of upside. Yeah, cool. Okay. Um, obviously the a guy that sticks out the most and like the guy who like jumps off the page to you is Will Anderson. At the position he plays, it's kind of the easiest plug and play position in the NFL, and he's got the size, he's got the speed, and he's got the numbers from a premier school in Alabama to back up wherever he goes inside the top 10. Again, it does depend on situational because if he ends up somewhere like the Texans, it's going to be a lot harder to make an immediate large impact on that team with the way that defense is currently set up. That's true, but but a good but a good def- defender can play good defense anywhere, like so JJ. Right. So, I'm going to say it's Will Anderson is going to be my like he just everything you've seen from him so far, there's nothing to tell you that he won't be. My other guy is going to be my guy from Georgia, Jalen Carter. If he can keep his head on the keep his head on the shoulders and stay off these stay out of these off-field antics, the dude is a freak athlete. He is a freak athlete. It would be awesome to see him fall to Atlanta, even though I'm not an Atlanta fan. I would love to see him go to Atlanta. I think he might him be and like Grady that. Jarrett. Who's that guy from the Dolphins? The Dolphins drafted with the, that had the mask. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, you know how long it's been? It might be Tun- Nino Tunsil. Is that him? Laramie Tunsil. Laramie Tunsil. You know, he was wearing the, the snorkel thing where he was, like, smoking the, the ganja. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that Tunsil? I think so. Or Nadamakin too. No, that was no, that was no. Tunsil. Tunsil. He fell. He fell a good bit in that draft for that. And he's he's a, he's a pretty. He's yeah, Tunsil was like dog. Tunsil was projected like the number one overall pick, and then he fell to like mid twenties, first round. He's been solid. My dark horse, like George Mean, Christian Gonzalez, would be Jalen Carter if he can just stay out of that all field crap because the dude's a freak of nature. I mean, the good thing is it's not like drugs or something. It's just going fast. Yeah, it was just reckless driving. Yeah. So. And it didn't result in him being arrested. Um, he did have to turn himself in. Well, he was. I, I, that he's whole legal a, shit. He was. He wasn't charged. He, he was. To, um. He had to. Well, he was charged for a lesser. He was charged for a lesser charge than what the original one was. So the he he had the original charges. And then he ended up being indicted on a lesser charge. And so he had to turn himself in, and then he had to break Yeah, okay, but it, to... it's not like one of these, like, Ray Rice situations. No, no, where no, no, he no, kicked no. the shit out of a girl in the no. in an elevator. Or Deshaun Watson. Yeah, dude, like, it, it was just reckless driving. Or Aaron. Reckless Aaron. endangerment, I guess, but... Yeah, I think Jalen Carter comes in day one and can be a force to be reckoned with in the league. Better um, than Jordan Davis? Yeah. I'm going to go off of the mainstream guys for my picks because everybody takes the mainstream guys. My for sure pick is going to be just based on where he's going to get, where I think he'll be drafted, the area, is Bijan Robinson. I think okay. based, he, could, he could get drafted in places like, I would say Seattle, but they've got Kenneth Walker, like maybe Dallas and... Um, you know, Maybe he, New England. New England. Um, who else is up there? That wouldn't really Bal- be a Bill Belichick pick, but Baltimore. I mean, they picked Sonny Michelle a couple years ago. Um, what pick is he projected to go at? Bijan. Um, like around the 20? I yeah, think somewhere the around 20. Latest Mel Kuyper, I think, was at 10 to Philly. The thing about running backs for me is but I yeah. don't think you need to be a great running back to have great numbers. I think you need a great offensive line. Because you see guys like... Pacheco and Pacheco, whatever, and all the like late round running backs. I mean, yeah. So the most likely spot I think for Bijan is number ten to Philly, and I think he would. I think he would thrive early on. Dog in Philly, yeah, he would. He would. He would go fucking nuts. He'd be a dog in Philly Philly from day one. He might be a thousand yard rusher like rookie season in Philly. I think if he gets, Aji did that. I think if. I've never said Najee's bad. I'm just saying. Your offensive line sucks ass. Yeah, they do. I think if he gets drafted somewhere like there, that's a good system for a new guy. And Jalen Hurts running takes some of the pressure off Bijan having to produce. Right. He could go nuts. And yeah, he'd go stupid. He just, he, if he gets drafted somewhere like Seattle, then he's not going to 
flourish because he's going to be behind Kenneth Walker. But my dark horse now, I don't know where he'll get drafted because he was hurt. But Jackson Smith and Jigba, if he comes back healthy from his injury and gets put in a position with a good quarterback, like if he gets drafted somewhere like, let's say Minnesota, because Kirk Cousins isn't horrible. Or if he gets drafted somewhere like Jacksonville. Jacksonville, T-Law. Um, the Saints, Derek Carr. The Saints, even the Broncos. I think Russell Wilson could use another wide receiver. You just get him. I think he'll be better this year than he was last year. Yeah, but his wide receivers are pretty talented. Yeah, Jerry Judy. Um, Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton's a dog. Even, even somewhere like Seattle now. Um, he, Gino can play he solid, was, yeah. He was legit at Ohio State. He only had maybe like 10 or less catches this year because he got hurt. But if he comes back healthy. Um, yeah, he was dogging in that. Um, he could ball. He was dogging in the college football playoff until he got his head knocked off. Yeah, that'll do it. I take the top off. Those Sean are my picks. Like hot sauce. Those are my picks. Not bad. You definitely took some. You, I wouldn't say you reached. You just kind of went a little bit farther outside of the top. Well, I guess Bijan's projected the top ten, but you went a little bit farther into the draft than I think me and Joe were thinking. But I, yeah. still, some solid picks. Okay. Anybody got anything to add? Uh. Steelers are winning the Super Bowl. Me and Joe have a bet going. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he dude, believes, I got this on video, too. So He believes that Kenny Pickett will throw for over 3,500 yards this year, so, which is ludicrous. Luda. So me and Joe oh, have a side bet going this, com- this upcoming NFL season. Kenny if, Pickett averaged 185 yards per game last season. Just wait, bro. We he, got Allen Robinson now, man. Dude. He'll hold on to the fucking ball, unlike Deontay. And yeah, and I told you you still needed some receivers there, and you go, nah, Brad, Deontay Johnson number one, Jules Pickens number two. <laughs> and you're over here saying he can't even fucking hold on to a ball. He give can't, me, but give they're, me a still, break. they're still holding. It doesn't change the fact they're holding on to him as the fucking number one guy right. for whatever reason. All right. We Joe, don't, need, we I, don't need a number one. We don't need a first round wide receiver. Joe originally told me Kenny Pickett was going to throw for 4,000 yards, and then I told him I'd put and 100 bucks on it, that. and then he walked it back. So. I took the now lesser bet at thirty five hundred. We're betting fifty bucks now on he's it. On but, 50. but I will I, I got will, the handshake on video, so I'll put the I'll frame it and I'll put the fifty bucks right here in like January when I win the bet. And I'll autograph it and everything. You ain't gonna win that. I'll go I'll go to a Steelers game and I'll get Kenny Pickett to autograph it when he's at twenty eight hundred <laughs> yards. <laughs> in week ten? Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, he was talking about in week eighteen. Um, I'll go visit him in Cancun. Oh, my God. Whatever, bro. Get All right. As always, we appreciate you guys tuning in. We're trying something new out every Tuesday now when we record our episode. So during the episode, we will be live on AMP. So check us out on AMP. You can listen to the episode live. We're live right now. First night trying it out, so we hope it worked well. If you... Cannot catch us on Tuesday. <laughs> that was included. The new episodes <laughs> come out every Thursday morning. Check us out. Apple, Spotify, YouTube, anywhere that you get your podcast. And, yeah, I think that's it. It does it. Appreciate you guys tuning in. We'll see you next week. Peace.